0: Hello and welcome to the Full Spectrum Holistic Health Podcast. This podcast is all about holistic health, what it is, various holistic and alternative health therapies, and how those may help you to be a healthier and happier person. Thanks for choosing to listen today. I know there are many podcasts out there for you to choose from, and I'm glad you are here. I'm the host for the podcast, Dr. Anthony Burton. I'm a Reiki master, EFT therapist meditation teacher, and a shamanic practitioner. My goal is to help people be healthier in body, mind, and spirit, and that's why I'm here. A large part of what I do is educational in nature because so many people are unaware of the power and efficacy of various holistic and alternative therapies. In these podcasts, we'll hear stuff that will inform you, enlighten you, and help energize and balance you. Of course, it won't always be only my opinions and ideas because occasionally I will be interviewing knowledgeable and interesting guests from a variety of areas of holistic and complementary health practices. So kick back and relax, open your mind, and listen. Spectrum Holistic is a complementary health and wellness business located in Northwest Georgia, USA. Check out the website at wwwspectrum Holistic.com for more information. Well, as you might have guessed from some of the background noise, Um, I recorded this podcast episode outside, but there's a good reason for that, Um, and you'll find out soon if you listen to the episode. Now, I don't know about where you live, but here in Georgia. In our part of the USA, spring is in pretty much full force. Yeah, we have the occasional cool day, and today it is (laughs) really windy, as you can tell. But uh, the temperature is nice, and it is, uh, for the most part, nice and sunny and warm. The occasional, you know, spring rain, but spring is here, definitely. But whether it's spring, or summer, or autumn, or winter, getting out in nature can be a real boon to our mental health, our emotional health, and our physical health. Now, that's not to say that you you need to get out and walk in a pouring rain, or in a blowing blizzard, or anything like that. But being out in nature, or nature therapy, whether you're walking through A field of flowers, or strolling on a long sandy beach, or ambling along a mountain path, or tripping your way gaily through a woody glen has been shown to be truly beneficial to human beings. Now, the idea of nature therapy goes something like this. When a person feels stressed, they go out into some natural location and walk in it. Now, this does not mean hiking hiking is generally purposeful it's often strenuous and usually there's a definite goal in mind uh, climbing a particular mountain, uh, completing a particular distance within a certain time getting some good sweaty exercise you know etc. That's not what this is we're talking about relaxed easy walking whether you manage to cover a thousand yards or two miles And whether you walk uphill or downhill. It has nothing to do with achieving a particular heart rate either. So while you're doing this, you don't keep checking your Fitbit or your other health monitor. uh, Whether you're looking at your heartbeat or how many steps you attained. Now, if you want to check at the beginning, see what your step count is. And then when everything's over, check it at the end that's different but you should not be focused on your steps while you're doing this walking because you see being out in nature and at least for people who do not have an irrational fear of nature which is known as biophobia has a calming and soothing effect on the psyche uh, whether that is from the the flowers the beauty and the scent of the flowers uh... the trees The breeze gently sighing through the branches. Of course, we can tell it's not really gently sighing here today. Or whatever. It has a physiological effect. Research has shown that people with blood pressure regulation issues. Now, that doesn't always mean high blood pressure. Some people have a problem with low blood pressure. It drops too low and they tend to fall over. But whether that blood pressure is too high... Or too low, people who are out in that uh, that nice natural environment tend to return to a safe, healthy level of blood pressure, whether it's too, whether it was originally too high or originally too low. Especially when you measure it over time, and because of this, there's one really great advantage to this. Um, It self-regulates to the individual, whether your original blood pressure was too high or too low. Uh, There's no need for a blood pressure lowering medication or a blood pressure increasing medication. Now, there's another discovered benefit that they found, especially when being out in nature, in forests. Now, this forest in particular is the boosting of immune function. People with immune deficiency, can really gain benefits to their immune function by spending time in nature, both from exposure to chemicals called phytocins, which are found widely in forest air, and from reducing stress. Because reducing that stress boosts your immune function. Of course, a combination of these two, the healthy blood pressure regulation and boosting the immune response, makes for a generally healthier person. So you've got illness prevention and also quicker and easier recovery from illness. Of course, now this is great for the individual, but an even larger advantage to society, and sometimes we don't think about the advantages to society, we're just thinking about our own health right now, but there is an advantage to society, and that is a reduced strain on health services. ICUs and ERs are often stretched to the limit, especially now in the pandemic and for the last couple of years. And anytime hospitalization can reasonably be avoided, it's a boon to everyone. Now I know that earlier I said, when a person feels stressed, they get out in nature. And yeah, that's good. But honestly, it's even better if you can make a regular practice of getting out in nature before you get stressed. Now, we know as Americans and as human beings, maybe in general, we like to do things on an as-needed basis, you know. Oh, I've got that uh, I got that physical fitness test coming up next week. I better get out and run five miles every day. I haven't been running up to now, but I better get out and run and do a little practice. Well, that's just stupid. You're going to have a heart attack. The best thing for you today to do is to get out in nature before you get stressed. It's something I preach all the time to my clients, illness prevention as opposed to treating illness. It was Benjamin Franklin in 1736 who said in uh, Poor Richard's Almanac, an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. Now even though Ben said that nearly 300 years ago, that statement is still true. Now, if you don't believe me, well, ask any smoker who has emphysema or COPD or lung cancer if they wish they had just stopped smoking a long time ago instead of being forced to do so by their illness. Now, one of my favorite terms for this being out in the woods and being out in nature uh, comes from Japan, where it is called shinrin-yoku, which translates as bathing in the forest or forest bathing. Of course, it really doesn't mean carrying your towel your soap and bucket of water out into the woods to get cleaned up. Rather, it is in the sense of bathing like swimming is bathing. You immerse yourself in the sights and sounds and smells and sensations of being in the forest. Now, I know not everyone has access to pristine wilderness, and that's unfortunate. My wife and I are truly blessed in that we live out in the country. Uh, we have some acreage around us. so We can go walking in the woods around here, out on the grass, wherever we wish, and uh, we also live just maybe three-quarters of a mile from a really nice county park. Uh, So we've got that covered. But not everyone has that. And I also know that not everyone is fond of being out of doors. Oh, man, these bugs! Oh, why don't they trim back these vines and things and the briars? And, oh, is that a skunk I smell? And so forth. But even getting out of your house, your apartment, or your condo for a while to walk in nature can be a benefit. Almost everyone is close to a park of some sort. I mean, my younger son lives in Brooklyn in an apartment, a city apartment in New York City. And he and his girlfriend go for walks in Central Park, Prospect Park, the Brooklyn Botanic Gardens. And of course, they have been many times camping in the Catskills and other more remote places. When I lived in the middle of Lincoln, Nebraska, there were three parks within an easy bike riding distance from me, and one was only just a 10-minute walk without the bike. When I lived in downtown Duluth, Minnesota, I could walk for 15 minutes and be in a beautiful wooded park with a waterfall. It was kind of a hidden treasure, but it was there and was lovely just to go there and sit And close your eyes and absorb the sight, or not the sight, rather, but the sound and the smell of being in the forest. I'm saying all this to try and make a point that no matter where you live, you probably can find some really nice outdoor area that takes some time and relax. Nature therapy of various types can be helpful. It doesn't have to be a ramble through virgin woodlands. Another type of nature therapy is called earthing or grounding. Essentially, it involves walking on the earth with bare feet, or maybe lying down at full length on the ground. But first, I want to talk about the psychology of this. Now, when you were a kid, did you ever walk barefoot in the lawn, you know, just running your toes through the grass? or splash mud puddles with your bare feet did you ever just lie down in your yard you know or in a field of grass and look up at the sky maybe you saw figures in the clouds you know oh that one looks like an elephant or that one looks like a castle or that one looks like a big bird you know if it was daytime you might see stuff like that or maybe you saw birds actual birds in flight and you might have wondered where are those birds going where have they been if it was nighttime, maybe you lie there on the, on the ground like that and you look up at the sky and say wow the stars the planets and the moon I wonder if there's anyone else out there who's looking up at their stars and their sky at night and wondering gee I wonder if there's anyone else out there Bringing your mind and your emotions back to this point in your life can be very relaxing and freeing for many people, and it's a very healthy emotional experience. But I also want to talk about the energetic component of earthing, and I'm not getting all woo-woo here, you know. Uh, This is scientific. As a matter of fact, here's some information from the National Institute of Health government website taken from an article about earthing and reconnecting the human body to Earth's electric charge, quote, Emerging scientific research has revealed a surprisingly positive and overlooked environmental factor on health. Direct physical contact with a vast supply of electrons on the surface of the Earth. Modern lifestyle separates humans from such contact research suggests that this disconnect from those electrons may be a major contributor to physiological dysfunction and unwellness. What does all that mean? Well, what the researchers are pointing out is the fact that the Earth itself carries an electrical charge in the form of electrons on its surface. And for the most part, we go each day insulated from that charge. Think about it. We have cars, Or buses or trucks that we ride around in and they have rubber tires which insulates us from the electricity. We have shoes with leather or rubber soles which don't allow us to, you know, connect with that electricity, the electrons. We walk on carpeted or tiled floors that are not connected to the earth except physically, they're not electrically connected. So we are separated and we're insulated from that naturally occurring electrical charge now they also state that the research suggests that this disconnect this, this taking ourselves away from that connection to the electrons the natural charge of the earth may be a major contributor to poor health I never thought about this before uh, but in order to have more control over the conditions of the research studies some of the researchers used actual electrical grounding surfaces for their subjects In other words, instead of just having people walk around, you know, barefoot outside, uh, they often use forms of carbon fiber grounding pads, you know, basically just like a a sheet or blanket made of conductive carbon fiber uh, that people would sleep on. So it's not all just about walking on your lawn. But indications are that regular exposure to the surface of the earth through our skin would have similar benefits. Now the article I quoted from has a collection of research studies, and I don't have time to go into all of them here. But the results are quite frankly mind-boggling. Uh, like I say, I won't go into all the details. But here's what I do: I'll put a link to the article in the description of the podcast episode, so you can go to it and check it for yourself if you wish. And I've also got a couple links in there to just in, in general information about nature therapy and forest bathing. To me, one of the most impressive things about this was a sleep experiment where they did use the conductive carbon fiber mats. So they had this group of volunteers and they randomly divided them into two groups. And they all had members, all having uh, grounding pads. Each member did. But only half of those people had pads that were actually connected to earth ground. The other ones were just going off into some some corner and not connected to anything. Now, here's the thing. They did this over a period of time and the people who were actually connected to ground reported higher quality of sleep. Now, how many? Seven times as many participants reported better sleep when they slept on those grounding pads. And 82% of the grounded participants, the ones who had the carbon fiber pads actually connected to earth ground, reported less muscle stiffness and pain. But none of the ungrounded participants reported any improvement in muscle stiffness or pain. That, to me, was amazing. That's better than any kind of pharmaceutical cure I've seen for uh, sleep or for uh, reducing muscle stiffness and pain. Now, there are more statistics in there, and I don't have time to go into all of them, but, you know, if you want to, I, I advise you to, go ahead and hit that link that's in the description and see what you think about the, the stats and all the information there. Now, the same sort of benefits can accrue from simply spending time in nature, relaxing there, sitting down with your back up against the tree in the shade, closing your eyes, walking around in the grass barefoot, maybe even lying down for a short nap. Now, it's not only holistic practitioners like myself who recognize the health benefits of nature therapy. And in fact, I knew a little bit about this, but I didn't know how widespread it was. In Canada, for example, more than 1,000 health care providers, doctors, you know, physicians, have signed up for a program to actually prescribe nature therapy to their patients. How do they do this? Well... They provide free national park passes to their patients and say, hey, get out there in nature, get out in the woods, get the park, you know, enjoy it. There's a similar program that's been in operation in Scotland since 2018. And in the United States, physicians in 34 states are prescribing time spent out of doors as a medical treatment, usually accompanied with park passes to improve the health of their patients. And I want you to think about it. On the average, modern people, especially in America, spend, and I looked up the statistics, so it's not just coming out of my head or my butt, they spend 87% of their time indoors, and an additional 6% of their time enclosed in vehicles, cars, buses, whatever. So, for 93% of the time, we humans, who for thousands and thousands of years lived close to nature, sleeping on the ground and walking through woods and fields, are now isolated from nature. We are isolated from that natural uh, influence of the electrons in the ground, from the natural influence of the fresh air, the phytosens from the forest. Our ancestors lived in it. And no doubt, This added to their good health and helped them to survive for so many, many thousands of years without the benefit of modern medicine. It's something to think about. It's something I hope you will give a try. Thank you. Now, once more, I want to thank you for dropping by here and listening to an episode of the full spectrum holistic health podcast I hope that it brings you something interesting to hear something enlightening maybe something that piques your interest and makes you think and I hope you return if you find the podcast interesting tell your friends maybe even subscribe to it we're found on multiple podcast platforms you know whichever one is your favorite you should be able to find us stay safe keep an open mind and stay healthy Namaste.